is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hello, Ash. Hi, Mel. How are we today? Hot, than hot as fuck. It is, it, hot. is, it is that 39 degree day that you guys now would remember in the past, but it is today for us. It is today for us. And it. it is our reality. It is hot. I have never been happier to have rented a house that has at least one aircon unit. Mm. I'm sitting in front of it. It's delightful. It is going to be a hot girl summer. It really is going to be a hot girl summer, and I'm very stressed about it. Um, I I do okay in the heat, but, like, the inner west is, like, a new level of heat is for me. Is it good or bad for your eczema? Because it's bad. It's bad. Co- so it's bad in the cold and bad in the hot. Yeah, well, it's – for me, I mean, all eczema is different, but for me, there's you don't want to be super dry, mm. so, like, really cold, dry skin vibes, and then you also don't want to be, like – super humid where you're sweaty and moist all the time so either way is shit it some people are like humidity is great for my eczema i find it horrendous for mine i've heard people even as far as move to warm climates if they've been living in melbourne they move to queensland just because they're yeah this is not a skincare podcast (laughs) it kind of accidentally has become the eczema podcast as well but you know because nothing goes (laughs) hand in hand with sex and dating and relationships (laughs) and love like skin conditions Actually, I was going to say that I think we've kind of covered off how I was saying when I had, like, boyfriends, I go from the cute, like, go to their house and stay and just deal with the fact that I've got makeup on my face and, like, I don't put moisturizer on to full-blown oily We did a whole IGTV video on this. We did. Go and check it out if you have not seen it. Jeans and a nice top underscore pod. On Instagram. Instagram. You can see this. It's great. But I was laughing because, like, I've been dating, obviously, recently, and I just zoomed straight into the moisturizer stages because I was just like, do you know what? For some reason now I'm in my 30s and I'm like, I actually just can't be fucked getting full-blown eczema in my elbow creases after this date. You're just going to deal with the fact that I'm going to be a greasy seal in bed after we mm, have sex. Mm, Sorry about mm. it. And, you know, it doesn't seem to go down too badly. It's been like, oh... You're all nice and moisturized. And I'm like, yeah, I have eczema. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> in the words. Pillow talk. <laughs> in the words of the eternal queen, Paris Hilton. <laughs> but how have you been apart from the heat? So I actually normally am dating in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then for some reason I've either been dumped or I am just like too distracted with life to date in the second half so of the year. So it's not because you want to get mad dudes for summer? No. I, mean, I just think summer's like weird. Like I always go away with my family and shit and like, you know, there just never seems to be like, I never seem to have like sexy dating summer. It's always more yeah. like I'm at the beach or I'm with friends and there's stuff on all the time. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning of the year, like as it goes into autumn is when I end up dating. This year though, I've been dating and it is so interesting because I'm a planner. I fucking love a plan, right? Like hey, that iCal is like color coded. I like to know on Sunday what I'm doing by the next Sunday. Like I want to know my whole fucking week mapped out. And that's because mm-hmm. I think I have a lot of shit on. So it's kind of like if I know that I'm going to be seeing someone on like Thursday, then I know I can have a friend hang on the Wednesday. And then if I know I'm going to see them on the Sunday, I can like plan to hang out with people. And, you know, just like, and also get, this it is in. like you 
Ah, uh, such a weapon. If anyone needs a lesson in time management, <laughs> Mel Mason will help you out. My <laughs> friend out here with like this big dog job. She's got two podcasts. She got mad dudes. It's all happening. But I'm busy. I don't know how you get it done. <laughs> but like, I think like, I think like mainly, it's just like planning shit helps me like get navigate my in. life. Yeah, and it's funny because I used to think that someone who only had time for me like once a week meant that they didn't really like me, right? Or someone that was like busy for two weeks and then was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I've been so busy, but do you want to hang out this weekend? That that indicated someone was not interested. I've changed my mind on that. She's done a I've changed my mind because I have been like that. Yeah. And I think it's a really difficult time of year to be dating, which I don't think I've ever experienced before because – You've got Christmas parties. You've got work before the end of the year where heaps of workplaces are like, oh, my God, got to do all this admin shit before the year's up. You've got birthdays. Like, everyone seems to be born in November and December. Seriously. You've also got that whole global pandemic still fully. Still bubbling, I would say. Still bubbling. I wouldn't say it's in our past. I would say it's a present issue. There's just so many events. People, friends have Christmas parties. Mm -hmm. People have, like, other parties. I don't know. There just seems to be stuff on all the time. And I personally have been like, fuck, I've got like one night of the week that I can see somebody and then that person can't see me on that night. So then you have to wait till the next week because you know, they've got something on. Is you this know? factoring in like fake tanning? Well, no, because then this is the thing is because, no, I like, haven't fake tanned in ages. I'm, I'm you haven't little, even got like a night. I'm Casper right you now. You haven't got like a downtime night. So it's like seven nights stacked. It's just stacked. And then it's like sometimes what'll, what's been happening is like that night that I had free, if that doesn't line up with the person I'm seeing, then I can use that as my downtime night and it's not the worst thing in the world. But I think it's just that frustration. of It's just a natural frustration, not a someone's fault frustration. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think to your point it is that, we should cut people who are dating some slack at this time of year. If they can't see you for a week, it's not necessarily an indicator they don't like you. I no. mean, they might not like you. Oh, that and then is, I've had that, that as well. Yeah. Like that's happened to me where – and I think I think that this is where you go and you look for patterns because I've had that happen to me as well. And the pattern to me is like, okay – if we've been seeing each other pretty regularly and then you've got like, you know, dinner on or whatever mm. and then I am like, oh, why don't you come over after dinner and then you can't do that and we haven't seen each other for like two weeks. I feel like then that's kind of like, okay, now I feel like your priority. Yeah, I'm like priority number 45. Yeah. But it's more in the sense of early stages dating. Yeah. I think – it is really hard and they don't really owe you anything and you don't really owe them anything yet. And so there's like a lot of, I don't know. It's dating's just weird and fucking complicated. And I think we do need to cut people slack sometimes within reason. Because I mean, 2020 has just been the year of cancellation. Like mm. we, I mean, we are just canceling people left, right and center. And a lot of people deserve to be canceled. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I use the, the old, you know, three strikes and you're out. And my strikes are so tenuous, though, because I'd be like, oh, it took 20 minutes to reply, strike one. <laughs> but, yes, I think let's cut each other some slack this time of year. Yeah, like, by all means, look for patterns. And if you feel like you're priority 45, that's a very different story to someone who's like, fuck, sorry, on Wednesday I've got I've got to work back. And then on Friday I've got a friend's birthday. And then 
and then your only night free is Friday and that's when the friend's birthday is and then they're like what about Sunday and you're busy like that shit where I'm like don't take that as like a sign that it's not working because that's just fucking create chaotic schedules at the moment yeah I'd also be really careful about okay now I'm gonna sound like a 1952 article of Vogue (laughs) on how to find love also like don't I've made this mistake in the past so I bring it up don't make yourself too available so when I'm with you know Mr. Busy and he's Mm -hmm. like can't do Wednesday, can't do Thursday, got some cool thing Friday, some trendy thing Saturday, and I'm just over here like, well, I've got Pilates and three friends, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm free all the time. Um, but don't – and then I'd have one thing on and then I'd move my thing to suit their yeah, one night. Yeah. And then I got in a pattern of like always trying to match their schedule by moving mine around. And obviously joking, I have heaps of shit on, like you, like just – Everyone does. We're all busy. But don't make yourself too available either to make Uh, it work for them because then it's just – you're always yeah. – the precedence is set. No, and look, you're actually so right, but I feel like in reality I always move my shit. And I'm always like, I know, but this is the thing, Ash. Mm. Okay, so so le- I'm going to level with you here on this one because, yes, you are doing it the better way because I think – above all the healthiest way to go into a relationship or dating or anything is to keep your own life and keep things oh yeah you know like you have a really grateful life that doesn't mean you should drop everything to just date someone but in reality when you're having these back and forth and oh fuck i can't do wednesday i can't do wednesday we can do friday no i can't do friday blah 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 someone has to move i yeah. always am the one where i'm like I, I quality time is my number one. You know the love, love languages. Language. That is my number I one. Remember it well. Yep. So that's my number number one. Like if I'm not getting quality time with someone that I'm seeing, if I'm starting to really like them, I start to feel really weird and like off, and everything's off. You know, yeah. it's my thing. The energy and like texting doesn't feel it, and calls don't feel it. You need to be physically hanging out, seeing each other. You know, whatever that may look like. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Just like going to the beach or like going on a date or just hanging out watching movies or whatever. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. And so I'm pretty like accommodating to a degree, but then when it starts to feel like we just our schedules just won't match up, I am always like bending into a pretzel to like figure out how to hang out with them. And I think it's okay to a degree. Mm-hmm. I, I'm but, listening. Well, I know. And I think it's just where we're going to agree to disagree because I think it's okay to a degree because yeah. if I kept my life exactly how I had it, honestly, there'd be people that I would – I've dated in the past that it just would have fizzled by like week three because we just weren't lining up with dates. Yeah. But that being said, I have gotten to points with people even this year where I'm doing that and they're not doing that. And that is the – that is when I start going like there's a red flag is when I'm the one always oh, yes. going, okay, Ash, we were going to go have coffee, but do you mind if we move it to this day because it's the only day such and such can do. And then all your mates start saying, you are that bitch. Yeah. You, yeah. Hey, I'm just going to make a note. You're that bitch. And no one wants to be that No one friend. wants to be like, that bitch. We've but, all known that mate. Yes. But then I think it's okay to do it sometimes if oh, yeah. they're also doing it. But when, that's when I start to feel like a piece of shit is when I'm doing that and I'm really making that effort to, like, find – carve time into my week to see someone that I like. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I've got, like, 
this random friend party that I really don't need to go to at all and I'm already fucking wasted from the night before and I'm going to go anyway though because I don't want to miss it I'm, and I can't yeah. come over afterwards because I'm we'll be there till guy. like one and like you know I just yeah. want to be there till the very fucking end of this fucking party that's going to be exactly like every fucking party that but I've ever been to. But then if you find yourself literally being the girl who's like oh it's okay I can pick you up from the party I'll no, stay up. No you are I'm, never picking them up from the party. never pick them up from the party like <laughs> You know, don't wait up to 1am. You know, I hate that when they're like, and look, we've all done this. Yes. When they text and no they're judgment. like, I'm at a party. I'll, and then it's like, they're like, oh, I'll come over after. And you're, it's just, yeah. Mm. And then they come, I'm not sh- shaming anyone's dating style. No. But then they come over at like 1am wasted into your like nice Mm-mm. linen sheets. And then like you are definitely accommodating them into your. You are the, a motel. You are a motel. You're a motel and an Uber service. Yeah, like do not pick them up from the party. I've or, done it so many times. I know. Or let now them just these come days, in. I, I remember don't mind. like letting them come, like you, me, like even like putting concealer under my eyes to go to bed. Mm. And, and I don't mind you coming in what? hot if it's like tipsy hot. Like I don't mind someone coming in hot, like where they leave the party a little bit early. Yes. To like they halve their nights. They go to the party at like seven. They leave at like ten or eleven. Ten. Ten, ideally. Eleven. They come in. Maybe we have a drink here. Go to bed. You have sex. The next day you go for brekkie and you have a nice little morning together and stuff. And it's like cool in this time of day, in this time of year, in these unprecedented times at the end of the year. That's fine. But yeah, no, I've been the person that picked up picks up someone from parties and it's just like you feel like shit you feel like shit you're and then also i don't want to be a pickup service i want to be a main event yeah invite me to the party yes bring me to the party and i love when people like their excuses i didn't think you want to come you wouldn't know anyone i'm like have we met i'm in journalism sparkly fun times 2000 over here literally i could make friends with a wall I've made friends with walls at parties when I'm fucked up, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, did you meet that blonde over there? She's such a fun time. I'm like, uh, Mel, that's an archway. <laughs> but yes, 100%. I think we're on the same page here somewhat. Yeah. I think that we're probably a little bit, like, we've probably got slightly different. Put, um, in, put your thoughts in the Facebook group, though, because yeah. when the reason why we started the Avoid Alert series, and this is our third and final app in this little series, yes. is because... In the group, this guy had like over 200 comments. Yeah. People had thoughts about people to yes. avoid. Um, so obviously we want to talk about that because it's something you guys are interested in. And we always want to just have a chat about what you want to listen to on your walk, on your drive, yeah. wherever you get your podcast. Yes. And I mean, none of that had anything to do with avoid alert. That was just us talking shit. And then we went off on a tangent. Classic but you us. know what? Everything has solid little gold nuggets of not even education knowledge what perhaps. We, knowledge maybe a little bit of wisdom perhaps. also just things that we say that you hear and you just think what the fuck were they talking about don't know that's okay too basically i mean as we've said from the beginning this is essentially just us drinking wine with you mm. remotely wherever you're listening yeah and so sometimes you're gonna get shit out of it and sometimes you're gonna be like She's really drunk and it's she needs to shut the fuck it's up. It's also quite interesting <laughs> that a few people have said they've gotten us confused. So yeah, they that's think so you weird. are me and I am you. I know. So if you are confused about who is who, Mel has the curly hair. Yeah, well now I have straight hair, but I have the fringe. The fringe is probably the better the better um And Ash has the short hair. Has the bob, yes. 
That's who's who. That's who's who. But well, that doesn't help with voices, though. No. You're Ash. Oh, I'm Ash. So And I'm Mel. <laughs> okay, we are definitely cutting this out. This is unhinged. What? I'm leaving it in because I'm just going to fuck with you like that. But we're doing a void alert today. So off the back of what we were talking about, the avoid alert is the flake. So yeah, it actually smoothly runs into that. We, we really combo. want to differentiate between being busy and life just being mental in December mm-hmm. and someone who is flaking all the time. Like, yeah, I know from the group, there's a lot of people who will be chatting to someone for three weeks on an app and then they just flake, 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 flake. Yeah. And like, is this thing dead? And you're like, it's dead in the water. Yeah. And, and just when we say the flake, I feel like there's a real difference between a personality of a flake, like drifty, like not, not drifty in a good way, like vague and like a little bit like off of the fairies, but still committed to whatever is going on with you guys. And then someone that is drifty in their actions. I feel like someone who is drifty with premeditated motives. Yeah. That really inform their actions. Yeah. So, well, what do you mean? So I'm like saying, yeah, but I actually have no idea yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely. I was just Fully thinking about this the other day in the shower. Uh, okay, so... What's a real time example? Like someone who's drifty is like, if they're by nature, like you were saying, yeah. they would just be someone who would be like, no, I'm keen to catch up. But they literally just couldn't, they couldn't plan, a, I don't know, a horse race, a, yeah. a horse racing track. Yeah. That's a terrible example. I mean, that would be actually be really hard. Yeah, to that plan. would be really hard to plan. They couldn't plan one of those like cane toad races yeah, up they, in like far north Queensland, which is really easy. There's cane toads everywhere. Yeah. Just get them and put them in a paddling just pool. Put them there. So they couldn't, they're not very well organized. Yeah. And maybe you are that person as well. Like, but then the other person is like vague so that they can keep their options open. So they'll say like Uh, they've got premeditated vagueness. So if I said to you, we've been on a few days, I said, Hey Mel, what are you doing Saturday? And it was Tuesday and you were like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I think I want a mate's thing. Like, mm-hmm. not real sure. Hey. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, if you're not doing anything, um, I thought maybe we could, like, go get some drinks. Uh, and then I don't hear from you till, like, Saturday, 10.36 p.m. And then you're like, hey, you still came for them drinks? Yeah. And it's like you were deliberately vague mm-hmm. because you had some other, th- some other pots on the stove. Mm. And, like, that don't stand for that that's flaky in that they're v- vague flaky yeah and i think i have like i think that there is a time where i don't mind that what? and then there's a time there's a time when i don't mind that and then there's a time where it starts to really piss me off i don't mind at the very beginning when i'm having like we're going on our first date or our second date mm. if it's a little more ad hoc in the sense of like I know this is crazy for me to say as a planner, but I don't mind like if we go out on the Sunday Mm. and then we don't make a plan till like the Thursday for the Saturday. That's cool. In the first early stages, I can't stand it once it gets more like serious, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Because then I start, then you start to feel like a piece of shit. But if you're pretty busy and like, you just, no one, you know, I I really go back to this thing of like, no one really owes anyone anything until there's a tipping point. And I feel like everyone can usually feel that tipping point. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just a personal tipping point. Like maybe it's just that no one owes anyone any, it's not, maybe it's not no one owes anyone anything, but maybe it's like, you don't need to like, you know, 
expect anything until your feelings get to a certain point where you kind of need to expect something from the other person to is this making sense to you? No, it is. It is, it is, it is. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like if, if I'm yeah. starting to get emotionally invested in somebody. Then you've got a horse in the race. I've got a horse yeah. in the race and I need that horse to – they're not the horse, are they? I've got a horse in the race. I'm the horse and I need the track. Why am I suddenly you doing analogies? And why is everything coming back to horse racing? I need the track to be like – I need to know what the track's going to be then. Yeah, you like to – Kind of like some fucking pothole because – yeah. None of them. This is the worst. And I'm not good at these. I'm okay. terrible at these. Let's but, re scratch all the horse r- shit. <laughs> I, I think with the with flakes as well is you either have to work out early in the piece. Same with friendship. Whether this person is flaky in nature or flaky in motives, like yeah, that is the first thing you need to work out. And then, which is no easy. No. Thing. And then you have to work out if that's something that you are cool with and you're going to put up with and that kind of nature suits your nature. Like if you're an A-type planner who, you know, loves to know where she's going, that's probably that's probably not going to suit so well with someone who's always super vague and flaky mm-hmm. and like, oh, maybe, like, I don't know, we'll see, like, who you can't contact for three weeks. Like, yeah. That's just not going to suit you. So I think... It's a, you would avoid them if that didn't match up with yeah. your values and your, I guess, just your way of, of living, your of lifestyle. Living your lifestyle. 100%. Like, like, I think, and then some people, like you said, would suit a flaky personality. Yeah. But I think that the person who is flaky due to motive is always someone to avoid if it keeps going. I think in the very early stages, look, people don't, don't expect people to go on one date with you and then just only want to date you. Yeah. That's fine. If they're, if they're, and if you don't know what's going on in someone's life. And honestly, I've been in situations where I'm seeing somebody and I've was already seeing someone else who is treating me like shit. And I was kind of like keeping nights open for the shit person, even though this new person was really great. Yeah. And so I probably was that motive flaky person in those early dates. But then I started to like, by default. And then I started to like the new person because the other person's piece of shit. And then it changes, but it's like in that real early stages, I think you kind of need to give people some leeway not to treat you like the number one person in their life because you're not, and they're probably not the number one person in your life yet either. And so I think that's okay, but there is a tipping point. And I think if you've been seeing somebody, like seeing them, like you've gone from, oh, I've been on a couple of dates with this person, a few dates, a handful of dates to this is pretty re- constant and regular. Yeah, we're sleeping I know what's together in their now. fridge. I look in there Exactly. Snacks. Like we're pretty – everything's pretty regular and consistent and they're still doing that to you. That's red flag. Bum, bum. So this is kind of almost like an avoid alert that you have to get into it to see what it is first before mm. you can actually say, I'm seeing a red flag, I need to get out. And I also would – my advice would be call out your flakes. Much yeah. like when you call out your ghosts, like, you know – if someone is flaking every time, I would obviously take the emotion out of it, land them with the facts. Same as when someone's ghosting you, be yeah. like, hey, I've noticed you've cancelled our last three days. If you're not into it, cool, just let me know. Just wanted to know either way. Kiss. Like, yeah. That's all the message needs to say. Like, hey, like sensing a vibe, you've cancelled the last three days. Just checking if this thing's gone cold, just let me know. Yeah. Like, Call them out. Same as if someone's ghosting you or if you've got the weird vibe, just send them a message because if someone is flaking all the time, you would start to doubt yourself whether mm. you're 
if whether you're making them flake and then I know I've done that myself. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not. No. It's them who's flaking on you. So just ask them. And maybe they are flaking on you because people make time for the things they want to make time for. Yes. And that is the shit that, I always fuck, that's say. That's the foundation of everything. It's the foundation. Is it like I will make time. Like I if if there is a Christopher Esba sample sale and I have seven minutes in my day free, I will be going to it. <laughs> Like I will can't like I will make time to find a park and go, yeah. and that is the same thing with dating. If you really want to see someone, you will find time to go. And if you cannot find the time, because like we're talking about December, you make it super clear to that person that you are trying to find the time. Like, That's it. That's I think the thing. The communication. Yeah, because I I was about to say yes, but <laughs> but I think you just covered it off. Yeah, which is I've dated flaky dudes mm. who were flaky by nature and thought how's we're like chalk and cheese because i am so like regimented with my time and this person is just really chaotic and like you know everything's everywhere but when they've been into me they still will make time they'll still make a time so it's like it may be in a whole week but they're like but it's but i know I, they, they're like what are you doing on saturday um are you free saturday night and then if we've said yes it gets to like Thursday and they're like, Hey, you still keen for Saturday? And yeah. I'm like, okay. So even though you're like all oh, your whole week is chaos and you can't seem to like, and you seem to be flaky on the yeah. outside, you're actually you're still, and you're still coming to me with yeah. a plan. And I think this is something where you say, send the text. I say Oop. alternative option. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're always the one making the plans and then they're always canceling, still making plans. It's the same thing I say with texting. If you feel like all you're doing is initiating the texting stop and you're getting texting. like dri- dribbles of text, stop texting. See if they come to you. If sometimes, they do, great. Also, May, sometimes I have done that and I have never heard from these people again. Yes, same. I mean, like this is someone who I have like <clears throat> a spare toothbrush at their house level and then I'm like, I just feel like I'm doing it all the legwork and then I just never hear from them again. And I then know. mates will be like, hey, uh, what's, uh, what's, what's Tom up to tonight? I'm like, I haven't heard from him in three weeks. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? We- it's absolutely it's insane. It's absolutely insane that people just like their literal method is just you were texting them all the time. So then it was easy. And then when you stopped, they were just like, hmm? it's I'm shocked that this happens, but it has happened to me as well multiple times where I'm so deep into this thing. Like I'm seeing this person multiple mates. times a week. Mm, they're sleeping over weeknights out here. Yeah, but I just feel like I'm doing all the work and I'm pulling teeth to get time with them. I'm pulling teeth to get texts out of them. And then people have said to me, just stop texting and see what happens. And you do. And it's literally like, that's the end. Spoiler alert. That's how you broke up. Yeah. And it's fucking mental that mm. that can happen, but it does. And I think it's the hardest thing to do. And it's so easy to say, and it's such a simple thing, but it's actually like, it takes all your strength. You need so much distraction in your life to not text them. Yeah. But once you, once you get over the hump and I usually think the hump is like kind of like a week, you know, Mm -hmm. then you get to this point where you're like, holy shit, this person didn't text me for a week. And we were like fully dating and they just, that's how little they gave a shit about me is that they were happy to just keep going along with it when I was pushing them and pushing them into things. And then as soon as I stopped, they just drifted off. That's like how good that you finished that by just stopping pushing it and just letting them come to you. And then they didn't. And then there's your answer. It's simple. And then you don't need closure because that is your closure. Yeah. And I think, and we have spoken about this on this podcast Mm. many a time. Yeah. 
you seeking closure is a f- like it's a two pronged sort of yeah approach there closure sometimes like no response is a response closure is fucked and i honestly just think you'll never get the closure that you want you will never get enough closure you'll always want more and this is coming from mel who is like i would say you're recovering closure oh i recently had a thing where i was like i want closure friendships yes like if they're sold out of the size in the yeah. boots she wants, she will email being like, I just don't understand. Like who, how did you sell out? Like, was it because is it, is it me? Did someone just buy them all? Cause they thought I was going to buy them. Like you are a recovering closure. Addict. <laughs> I am. And you know what is funny? This happened to me this year. I had a situation where shit went south with something that I thought was a sure bet. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I want answers because I didn't see this coming. And it was the first time that I just accepted. Like I asked, I I got, I I like to clarify what I'm feeling because I think that communication is really good. And I think fuck it, fuck dignity, fuck like pride. Just say how you feel. Say, oh, this is really upsetting for me because I really did like you and I really saw this going somewhere, but that's okay. Do you know? Fuck it. I will tell you that I really like you. Put your cards on the table. What's the point of like hiding them away anymore? Like what's the point of them saying to you, I don't see this going anywhere. And then you saying, yeah, all good. Like you you may as well fucking just tell them that you saw it going somewhere. Like who cares, man? It's fine. If they're not into it, that's still their prerogative. But at least you know that you were really clear about how you felt. But once I've done that, I, so this this is the thing This happened to me where someone was just like, oh yeah, look, I don't think this is going anywhere for me. I'm really sorry. And I was like, holy shit. It really like got me out of nowhere. And then I was like, holy shit. Um, that's really shit for me because I did, but Um, all good. Um, and then, that was it. And I normally would then go away, have my cry, and then think of all the things that I did, inverted mm. commas. And this is the thing with really flake, a real flake thing that happens is that you start blaming yourself and saying that it's you you did something because they're when you see this person, everything is so great, but then it's so hard to make plans with them or time with them or whatever that you then think that you did something wrong. Like you shouldn't he, have been so pushy or something. And the reason why I remember this. I remember this earlier in the year when you had to message him because he started flaking all the mm-hmm. time. And then you were like, hey, you, you know, you did my tactic. Hey, just like, I'm getting a vibe. What's going on? Like you flaked a few times. Are you keen anymore? Yeah. And then they're like, actually, no, I'm not into it anymore. So, and then you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. But if you didn't send that message. Yes. Would he have just flaked on you forever and just never have addressed it? And essentially yeah. that's when you move from flake to ghost yes how fun is dating how everyone gets a label that's like fun but it's true like that's really look that kind of comes back to what you were saying about back to that kind of argument of do you stop texting or do you send that text and honestly i don't think there's a wrong answer there because i think if i'd stopped texting that guy he just would have stopped texting me because he was over it and i was basically flogging a dead horse or like pulling a dead horse down the down the racetrack again we're back on the racetrack I, I, I am sorry folks constantly it, on the it, racetrack today it's weird that neither of us it's not even we're not even into horse we're not into horse yeah, racing but basically like that's what i was doing yeah i did send the text because i think for me at that point it, it had gone on for a long time yeah. like we'd been seeing each other for quite a while that i wanted I wanted to get my answer and not 
sit with the anxiety of like something ruminating really weird. On it. Yeah. But the times when I just stop texting is when it's more early days dating. Yeah. But I could have done either way with that guy and he would have, we would have gotten to the same point. And that's, I think, what's really important to remember with a flake is that it's not you. Like you, you're not too much. You're not pushing too hard. You're not anything. You're just not lining up. Like you're not the priority for them or you're not matching personalities maybe. Whatever it is, it's not about you being defective or doing something wrong or any of that shit it's really easy to go down that path when somebody was kind of like you you felt like there was a connection and a vibe and then it just didn't go anywhere you know and i can only speak for female identifying listeners that we traditionally do go down that path and it'd be i'd be interested to know whether you know, males do too because we only know. I think it's universal. I've yeah, had exactly. heaps I think of gay friends who have been like, you know, this guy didn't this that this. I think it's just. I think straight men do it. I think it's yeah. I think it's a universal thing that when we're more into something than somebody else is, we think that there's some way that we can get them to be more into us. But at the end of the day, you cannot. You can't, and you don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know. Whether and and you, honestly, sometimes I'm like, I don't even think it makes them an asshole. It just means that something wasn't lining up. Whether it's their circumstances, their lifestyle, like maybe they made a horrible mistake. I love to think that generally that anyone that flakes on yeah. me or disappears on me has made a grave error that they and will they eventually will... regret to the end of their days. Like they'll be on their deathbed, like Melissa, <laughs> Melissa. Mason, <laughs> Melissa Mason, the one that got away. But it's not. Probably not true. And fuck it, just think that anyway if you want to. It well, feels good. It but. feels good. It's also the same as like, you know, we always we th- we think a lot of things we want to think, don't we? <laughs> we Ain't do. that the spice of life? It really just pacifies me through those long, cold, lonely nights. But it's hot as fuck now, and Clatch really sleeps, really runs hot. So I feel like that's my reality at the moment. I'm just sweating. You're just sweating. What has that got to do with anything? I have no idea. No idea. You're just you're just thinking about the fact that you're gonna have to go share a bed with a giant hot man later. <laughs> hot in both ways. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yes. I think I think if we were to sum up this absolute chaos, but I think there's a lot of gems in there. They just weren't necessarily relating to the flake. But that's what you get from us, guys. The flake, I think, is unlike. The guy who is like flexing in a mirror selfie as his yes. Tinder pic. Like the flake is a little bit more of a gray area for someone to avoid. It's definitely someone to be cautious around yeah. and someone to, I guess, sit with for a little bit on your own and mull over whether they are sort of flaky by nature or flaky by motive. Yeah. And like, I think patterns like I always come back to patterns with these types of people where it's like don't ignore patterns don't read too much into in one-offs and like all of that but if you're if this person is just if you think back to all of your dates and all of your texts and whatever and all your correspondence on whatever it is and you feel like you're the one that's putting in more of the legwork you're probably seeing a flake Mm -hmm. because usually that they just will not they will not do the legwork. They're just letting you do all the work and they're just going with the flow and they're going with the flow because it's easy. But you should be – there should 
you should be a priority. You don't need to be the number one priority. And if you are, be careful because yeah, then you're going to a zero to one hundred person, and that's a whole other kettle. Or of fish. a serial killer. Or a serial killer. <laughs> but you know, like mm-hmm. a priority. Like you should feel valued, even if Big it's time. just a chill thing. You should still feel valued somewhat. Your time is valuable. You are valuable, and uh, someone can make a bit of time for you. Yes. Um. And we value you guys. Yeah. We'd so love I think to hear from you as yes, well. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Tell us, tell us <laughs> who you agree with. Cause me and Ash have had some different, different, differentiating different ideas We've had today. Different ideas today. And we want to hear your ideas. I know. We've no, also, I know. Who knows what we said in this we, episode? I know. That <laughs> it's hot. I reckon we've got a heat stroke. I'm sorry, guys. I think so. I like, think this so. episode, stick with us next week. We've got a really spicy one coming up where. Mel and I are going to tell you a few little yarns. Yes. We're going to spin a few yarns around the campfire. But yeah, we're going to tell a few little stories of like fun dates, weird dates, chaotic dates, just just fun shit because it's coming up to like holidays and whatever and we're just feeling like it. And Yeah, we want to spill some tea. We're also going to talk about um, the do's and don'ts slash should you shouldn't use of work hookups because it's the Christmas yeah, party season. Yeah, that's going to be coming episode upcoming it's the christmas party season it's when it happens guys yeah it's um, the season to kiss the boss but you know <laughs> never wait, kiss wait, the boss wait it's not the season That's the ultimate tis rule the, is never kiss the boss it's not the season <laughs> i have so Mel many thoughts such about a it it's just like i'm trying to have fun at the christmas party and mel's just like do not kiss the boss <laughs> But yeah, we would love to hear from you. Um, join the Facebook group Jeans and a Nice Top Podcast on Facebook. We told you about the Instagram already. You can email us for solicited advice, uh, which is jeans and a nice top dot podcast at gmail.com. That's oh, and go on iTunes if you can on Apple and give us five stars in a review because it helps get our name out there and stuff. Yeah, we want everyone in Australia to listen to our podcast. Yes. If you're some sort of influencer type person on Instagram, just share share it on your Instagram. I'm not asking for much. You share all this shit, please, please. <laughs> we're better. We're than, we're you. better than a nine minute fake ten. <laughs> all um, right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.